Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Unfortunately, my father could not be here with us today. However, he has prepared a video which will shortly be displayed. As a representative of the Lascarides family and organization, it is a privilege to receive this award on my father's behalf and can only hope that we, as members of the next generation, will continue in his footsteps. Thank you. Distinguished guests, ladies and gentlemen, circumstances beyond my control have obliged me to address you with a short video message rather than share the event with you in person. Allow me to start by thanking uh, Capitalic Organization and Nicholas and Olga Bornozzi personally for their initiative to honor my brother and myself for our modest success in the shipping industry over the last four decades. Great credit is also due to Capitalink themselves for their own spectacular success after many years of hard work in bringing together so many worthy participants from all over the globe, conferring over what happens to be our country's only world-class commercial activity. By way of a short summary of my 42 years in shipping, allow me to say that at age 24, back in 1976, I returned to Greece after five years of mostly engineering-related studies in the UK and joined my father's small fishing company. At the time, we owned and operated three uh, small freezer trawlers fishing off the west coast of Africa. My brother Panos had joined the fishing business a couple of years earlier. The extension of the exclusive economic zones of the West African nations made my father's business at the time very complicated and thus the first assignment I got was to seek to broker the fixture of a trawler just converted into a small reefer carrier. I was representing a small ship owner and his interests. It was an old friend of my dad's who admittedly could use some help as he operated in rather primitive business terms and lacked the knowledge of English, let alone knowing how to agree uh, on a chartering operation or a charter party. From this first operation, I was able to draw what still today remains as one of my biggest beliefs and life experiences, namely that luck beats brains every time. The reason for this is simple. I booked the ship, the charter did not perform, so I got sent to Las Palmas in the Canaries to try and cash in a large unpaid demarrage bill. The delinquent charterer, an Indian living in the Canaries for 30 years, turned out to be the Soviet fishing fleet's sole representative in the Atlantic. And with Nigeria importing almost 1 million tons of frozen fish at the time, business was booming in no time. Thus, from fixing one semi-rotten ship and trying to chase unpaid demarages, I became his exclusive house broker. A year, a year and a half later, he, his brother, my brother and myself all partnered up and created Lavinia Corporation. Thus, after all these initial, initial events, there is little doubt in my mind that luck does beat brains every time. However, I need to also add here that being consistently lucky for four decades requires a lot more than pure luck. For starters, some hard work always helps. 
Some brain functions are necessary as well, such as selecting good partners, controlling risk, ability to delegate authority and tasks, and certainly hiring and keeping and remunerating well key executives and staff is absolute, absolutely essential too. In closing this first part of my message, I would like to add that in my case, I have always advocated and in fact adopted a rather tolerant and calm approach on day-to-day -day senior management decision-making processes. Unlike many of my friends in the shipping world who seem to feel that every tiny dispute is worth fighting to the bitter end, I have also found that commercial progress and success comes to those who save valuable time and energy by going quietly about their affairs in a modest and inconspicuous manner. Uh, Lavinia Corporation, which my brother and I took full control of in 1982 by buying out our original Indian partners, progressed well and expanded substantially its activities, initially only in the refrigerated transportation trades. By the late 1980s and early 1990s, we had more than 100 reefer ships in ownership and controlled substantially more ships by chartering in tonnage to service large contracts of a freightman. We certainly had great fun and big financial rewards from this activity. Over the last 10 years, given the change of transportation mode from brake bulk to containers, we have substantially reduced our presence in reefers and have invested considerable sums in dry bulk, building a significant and diversified fleet of mostly new buildings that hopefully soon now will bring some returns as well. Well, if not to us, then maybe to our children. A small fleet of chemical tankers, supplemental shipping and high seas bankering businesses, as do our two repair yards in Spain, Astican and Astander, and our state-of-the-art logistics operations in Uruguay. Turning now away from shipping, my brother and I are very happy to have been able to navigate some of the roughest waters on the planet by investing in Greece in many diverse sectors over the last 25 years. We have been involved with hotels, including the gaming industry, real estate, aviation, passenger ferries, the retail business, and some others that I can't uh, even recall currently. There are two facts that give me great pleasure in having been active in Greece. Firstly, without really expecting it, some of the aforementioned, aforementioned activities have been great businesses. And secondly, it allowed us to contribute substantially with the creation of several thousand of new jobs, all of which are still in place and in fact growing rather than declining. It would also be fair to say that after World War II, almost every significant investment in Greece was the product of shipping money being repatriated back home. The detailed list is too long for a short speech. And for me, amazingly, not enough study or publicity has gone into informing our fellow countrymen of this fact. Hotels, refineries, shipyards, banks, airlines, industrial facilities of substance, all were the product of such inward investment, not to speak, of course, of the unknown, but huge sums of private local real estate that we Greek ship owners have amassed. God knows for what purpose, as it is uh, more than uh, we can ever handle or, in fact, enjoy, but it's good for the country. This is a good point also for me to urge my colleagues in shipping to become bolder when considering investments in Greece. 
after all, we might lose some money here and there, but we will help our country in the process and help reduce unemployment as well. My take from our Greek investments experience, and this is the last part of my message, is that regretfully the biggest competitor of the Greek entrepreneur is the majority of the Greek political elite. The latter, with very few notable exceptions, view political power as a ticket to consider themselves equity partners and co-beneficiaries of successful local businesses. This system needs to stop here and now, and we are all responsible for having tolerated it for far too long. It is not a political or a partisan issue. It is a national one, and it is a deep-rooted one. From my side, with six children, two girls and four boys, I can only hope that they will take due note and seek to improve our nation's situation in this respect, bring economic prosperity and happiness in our home country. Finally, I feel personally that uh, we Greek ship owners as a wealthy community are not doing enough to help those in need and our own country. With very few, and again very notable exceptions, we tend to be stingy and intolerant and seek to preserve our wealth for the next generation in sizes and amounts, uh, amounts of money that befit the Egyptian pharaohs rather than developed Europeans. This will need to change, and the sooner the better. Taking a large fortune to one's grave is a silly idea. Providing for the family, but also caring for those in need, must be the norm, not the exception. In closing, um, allow me to thank uh, Takis Arapoglu for his uh, kind introduction. Takis is a friend now for 40 years. Uh, special thanks to him and also his uh, wife Evita for accepting 32 years ago to become godfather and godmother to my son Odysseus, who hopefully is representing me uh, perfectly at today's event. Thank you for your patience and warm greetings uh, from me for this occasion.